welcome to Countdown to Eternity as we examine current events connecting what's going on in our world to Bible prophecy. On today's episode, Pastor Tom Hughes will join Pastor James Giddies to discuss the rapid changes in the Middle East, Asia, and Europe. Together, they'll set out to answer some key questions about the coming Ezekiel 38 battle. Could this be right around the corner? Will it happen before or after the rapture? What do we anticipating happening in the next few days, weeks, or months? Let's lean in and hear what they have to say. Well, hello, my dear brothers and sisters. I want to welcome you to another episode of Countdown to Eternity. And I am exceptionally excited because if you are watching this video online, you will notice that I am with Tom Hughes. And you might hear a little bit of noise in the background, and that's because he is recording this with me literally in the airport on his way to do some ministry. I don't know where you're going, but wherever it is. <laughs> it's, I know it's going to be fun. So, bro, what's the latest and greatest, man? What's happening with you before we get into our topic? And we got a good right. topic. We do have a great topic. So uh, you're right. I'm in the airport. I'm at LAX. We're on our way to Australia. We have Australia, New Zealand. And then the final leg is like a Pacific tour. A prophecy conference, and then we end up in Hawaii in the back of LAX. So, uh, yeah, this is where I am. That's down below, and I had to find a quiet place. So, this is the best I can do out here and uh, get away from everybody. So, I'm kind of in a corridor. There's not like much here. So, uh, this is where I'm in. And things are crazy that are happening. Bro, it, it, it works out well for us. And yes, uh, look, we are looking at all kinds of things beginning to formulate, whether it be in Europe. We're looking at things happening in the Arabian Peninsula. We're looking at things that are happening in Israel, obviously. That's a big deal. We're looking at what Israel has actually set off internationally. We're taking a look at Erdogan repositioning himself, looking for the help of Russia. We're looking at all kinds of things beginning to take place with respect to peace moves in the Arabian Peninsula, which is something that is beginning to pick up again. A lot of people thought that the move for peace would be gone. And there's all kinds of other things that are happening in front of us that are giving us every bit of an indicator that we are rapidly approaching the world of Ezekiel 38. Uh, bro, talk to me about this. What do you think? Uh, give me your thoughts. It's pretty wild. I mean, so many different things are happening. And anybody who thought that the, there's any type of peace plan that was done and over. No. Saudi Arabia wants this. They desperately want it. You have the, the, the We saw the differences. You, you said for years, we have the Shiites versus the Sunnis, and Iran is the problem. Saudi Arabia still knows Iran is the biggest problem that they have. Saudi Arabia still needs to be friends with Israel. Uh, this is So many different dynamics are happening, James. You saw last week, what was it, the EU, uh, the head of one of the foreign policy for the EU, came out and said, you know what, we're going to have to impose is uh, peace on Israel regarding Gaza, basically whether they like it or not. Those weren't his exact words, but he did use the word impose, and he said because Israel is an unwilling partner. So the, the powers that be are going to have to impose this. Now, interesting, on January 18, it was uh, Netanyahu who said, hey, we are going to win this war. We're not going to back down. January 19th, the Biden administration comes out and says, uh, you know, we're going to have to rethink those Blinken. Bro, the United States of America is completely driving itself into the ground, right? We, we already know that we're dealing with that. We have, uh, listen, I, I don't know if you've been watching some of the videos that I've been doing, but I've been translating a lot of Arabic from some of the things we're hearing on like Al Jazeera and uh, many of these interviews that are happening in Qatar. And it's really amazing to think about 
the idea that people think that Saudi Arabia doesn't want Hamas to be defeated and uh, Egypt doesn't want Hamas to be defeated. Listen, they want that because this is the Islamic Brotherhood and the Islamic Brotherhood actually believes that you're a traitor if you make peace with Israel. We know that Saudi Arabia is viewed the same way as Dubai is viewed. They're viewed the same way as the UAE. They're viewed the exact same way because we all know that none of these Middle Eastern nations that have normalized with Israel would be able to do it unless they got permission from the royal family of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And if you look at even the interviews with Muhammad bin Shalomin, especially if you're listening to him in, in Arabic, you'll know very, very quickly that he is very dedicated to the increase of the economic status of his nation. And he knows that the only ticket to do that is going to be through Israel, especially understanding the problem that he's facing in the Red Sea with respect to the Yemeni Houthis and the recent declaration that the United States of America has made, which is too little too late that the houthis they're called rebels now they're not called enemy combatants they're not even being called a terrorist organization and you know that the problem that that creates is significant with respect to how america utilizes its ability to allow the uh, saudi arabians to use their own weapons so saudi arabia does not look at the united states as the real ally that it used to when the former president was here no and this is a problem waiting to happen oh absolutely and when we look at it so also, here's another dynamic that's becoming very evident. I mean, we've known it for a long time, but Israel has got to stop trusting in the U.S., but they have a problem. Their weapons, ammunition, and Israel is basically, you know, maybe this is the wrong term to use on this program, but they're kind of held hostage by the United States government. The government of the United States can manipulate Israel. And, you know, I, I see all these, these pundits on right-wing podcast alternate media say no netanyahu's in control of this thing and telling telling the biden administration what to do no it's just the opposite of that you know the 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 lies are unbelievable that are happening but israel is being manipulated and i find it so fascinating also james we know israel's going to stand the jews are never going to go away israel's always going to be here but what we are watching right now i believe is the end of the united states i know that's hard to hear and no, so we're going to fight. You fight all the time for the United States. You have tons of colleagues that you stand toe-to-toe with. I do. We're going to be involved in school board meetings. We're going to be involved in the political process because it's not about politics. It's about righteousness. But at the right. same time, we can see what's coming from the top of uh, the government here in the U.S. And it's the FBI, the CIA, and the rest. So we watch all of these dynamics. Saudi Arabia doesn't trust the U.S. We know that. I believe very early on, October 7, 8, 9, when Saudi Arabia was saying publicly, uh, we, we stand with the Palestinian people. You and I both know that was, was really the truth because for the last two years, MBS was constantly saying, hey, this, this Palestinian cause has got to go. It's just got to go away. You right. know, uh, we're, we're done with it. And out of Saudi Arabia has also uh, leaked many times intentionally that that Al-Aqsa Mosque is not an important place to, to Islam. And right. you, so, so we know these, these, these things. So what we are watching is so many different dynamics and build up to what will be Ezekiel 38. We know uh, Ezekiel chapter 38, verse 7, that, that Gog, uh, the leader of Magog, Magog is a guard for the troops. Well, what do we see happening with Russia and Syria? They're definitely playing a guard for all of the things just north of the northern border of Israel, that is only increasing. We're watching that dynamic. We're watching Saudi Arabia that is definitely standing on the opposite side of Iran, Russia, and all of the other dynamics that are playing there. They're, they are making it known 
that, uh, and it's going to become more and more evident that they will somewhat stand with Israel. Well, this plays also Ezekiel 38, when Shiva and Dedan are protesting uh, what is going on with this invasion that's coming. But here's what else just totally intrigues me, James. In Ezekiel 38, we have two different passages that says Israel, they'll be gathered back on the mountains of Israel in the latter times. So we can, we can put the timing in there as now, right? Now in right. the general sense. Okay, in the latter times, they'll be dwelling in safety. However, I think it's a verse 11. King James says, uh, or New King James says, they'll be dwelling uh, peacefully and in safety. Well, the word for peace or dwelling in peace literally comes from a... Hebrew word that you know it means tranquil. Israel's not in this place yet of that tranquility. They haven't been, but I think the what's coming from the opposite end of the Gaza, the, the Gaza war is going to be this this fake peace. Israel's going to be uh, it's going to be imposed on Israel too. I, I do believe it. Uh, I'm not saying this is the Daniel nine covenant that's coming out of this because I believe Daniel nine more focuses on Jerusalem itself. Which, quite frankly, this could all tie together for a number of reasons, because a lot of a lot of the Hamas and other terrorists are saying this is about Al-Aqsa, which is right there on the Temple Mount. But Israel is going to be in a place of peace and safety. And when that happens, I'm saying, baby, look out. And the pressure is rapidly building from the Western international forces against Israel to enter into a peace where Israel's going to have to be dependent upon these other Western nations. Well, this is this is where I think the inconsequentiality of the United States of America is going to come into play, because the more this ridiculous uh, leader of, of the current regime in office continues to pressure this anti-Semitic idea of wanting to force some kind of a peace situation with the Palestinians, you need to understand most people who understand our culture and our background in the Middle East know that in the mindset of Hamas, and especially in the mindset of an overwhelming amount of Palestinians, there is no peace unless all Jews are eliminated. So there's no way that the UN is going to be successful enforcing any peace, especially since the last piece of intelligence came out that was released. And I don't know if you noticed, if you remember this or saw this, you may have not seen it just because of all the traveling you're doing, but the United Nations Relief Organization, they have found 13 employees that were involved and complicit in the attacks on October the 7th. Yeah, what so, a shock. Yeah, what a shock. I mean, so, I mean so, sarcastically. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the U.N. is involved with all of this. And then I'm going to play this for you. This is a leader, and, and I'm going to have to translate it from Arabic for you, right? But this is a leader of Hamas, which, by the way, he's in Qatar, just so that you know. He's in the rich territory. He's kicking He's back. a billionaire. He's not, yeah, he's a, he is actually, his net worth is close to $4 billion, okay? And this leader, listen to what he says, and it's amazing how bold he is. And I want every single American protester who protests on behalf of the Palestinians to stop for a moment and listen to what's being said here. Okay? Listen to what his view is and listen to what he says. And it's heavy. And I'm going to translate this for you. I've got to look the other way so I can see what's happening. But listen to what he says. This is mind-boggling. And I'll stop it and play it and stop it and play it. But look what he says. So all the people that witnessed what happened on October the 7th, they've opened up a new road, like a new, uh, a new horizon, like a new vision, right, uh, for a political settlement, okay? So look what he goes on to say. So they pull out all of their old merchandise of the, of the, of the two-state solution. So he's making the two-state solution sound ridiculous, right? And he says, I want to say two things about the, about the two-state solution. 
First, we want nothing to do with the two-state solution. We reject this notion because it means that you would get a promise for a Palestinian state. Yet you are required to recognize the legitimacy of the other state, which is the Zionist nation, Israel. This is unacceptable. We demand to be liberated and to get rid of the occupation and to have our independence as a state void of Israel. Israel is the enemy and they're not my concern. So what state are you talking about? He says the Palestinian state. Obviously the position of Hamas and the position of the vast majority of the Palestinian people, especially after October the 7th, we believe that the dream and the hope for the Palestinian people from the river to the sea is is is, is the, basically the elimination of Israel. Let me replay that because I missed the last part of that. What he said from the from the uh, river to the sea. Hold on. So this has been a slogan chanted in the United States and the Western capital cities by the American and Western public. He's talking about the students, and look what he says: Palestine is free from the river to the sea. And that's the, the students of, that's the slogan of the American students and the European students. Our Palestinian enterprise, on, even if some people must present a difference of opinion due to, due to political problems, and then the, the, it cuts off. But he's basically saying that the Palestinian enterprise is founded upon the elimination of Jews, not just the Jewish state but elimination of all Jews. That's what he says. So everybody knows this. These people are not going to be satisfied unless the Jews are gone and the Jews aren't going anywhere. So the kind of peace that we're reading about in Daniel 9 is going to be the strengthening of a peace treaty that is beginning to formulate, whether it be through the existence of these normalization agreements or everything else. What do you yeah. think about that, bro? Well, that's damning right there. Absolutely. Well, that's the truth. You know, I've been telling people, hey, think of it like this. Remember, we, we all recall the time in the Old Testament where Solomon has the two ladies that he's confronted with, uh, with and uh, one of the ladies says, this is my baby, and the other lady says, no, this is my baby, and what Solomon do? He says, cut the baby in half. What happens? The illegitimate mom, the fake mom, the liar said, kill the baby, cut the baby in half. That's the solution. The real mom said, no way. This is what's happening. What are they saying? Kill the baby. Cut the baby in half. And, and in fact, when it comes to the Western media, so he presented it from the case of Hamas in all uh, Islamic world, right? But from the Western media, you start looking at the universities. What are they saying? Uh, from the river to say, eliminate the Jews. They don't understand what that guy is saying. They don't understand. Yep. No, they don't want a two-state solution, cut the baby in half. That's part of it. They're good to kill the baby. This is another, there's more evidence that Israel, the land belongs to the Jews. This is just to cut the baby in half illustration. Well, and this, ha this Hamas leader is telling everybody that yeah. even the United States supports their position in destroying all Jews. Yeah. He's the saying that they're, if they're, they're chanting it in the colleges, even they know, and yeah. he's taking advantage of the fact that these kids are chanting this all throughout the college, bro. Absolutely. We're, we're, okay, so and this is the question he asked, but nobody's going to listen to any logic. So where are the Jews going to go? They're not allowed in Los Angeles anymore. New York, Miami, Europe, they're not allowed anywhere anymore. So the reality of it is, if any of these people would think, but they can't think, they cannot think for themselves. We have eliminated through the last four years the ability to reason, the ability to logically think through things, to genu genuinely have a critical mind. What they enter into is critical race theory, which is exactly the opposite, but there's no critical thinking. So you tell anybody, well, where do the Jews go? Well, they can't come to my hometown. They can't right. come. To, they can't come to my city. Well, they can't come here. So you're you're literally saying, let's let's get rid of all the Jews. Let's just kill them all.
right? And we just watched a video. I don't know if you saw this video, but if you saw the video of uh, the leader of Ukraine actually saying that he is no longer going to allow elections to take place, that he's suspending elections right now. And we all know the kind of derogatory man that he is. He's killing more priests than anybody in the region. He's he, he is an absolute warmongerer. And yet we all know that Russia is not going to lose. Russia's going to win. And we know that because of what Ezekiel 38 tells us. And the United States of America seems to be letting that go right now understanding and knowing full well what the implications of what's happening in the Arabian Peninsula might be, especially with the potential of losing all kinds of trade from India and many other parts like that as a result of what's happening with these incursionary tactics that are taking place from the Yemeni Houthis uh, along the Red Sea into American and Israeli interests. This is getting crazy, and the Suez Canal is about to get blocked up. So where do you go from there? I mean, yeah. honestly— no, it's a huge problem. So you block off the Suez Canal, and we can see uh, what are you going to have? Supply chain issues. We think back a few years to the supply chain issues we had regarding China and the, you know what. But we yeah. look now at the Suez Canal and the Houthis, or Houthis, whatever you want to call them. It's a huge problem, and the U.S. has really got themselves in a really bad position. Recruitment is way low for military. Uh, we also have uh, many people in the military are woke. They're led by the Biden administration, which really is pathetic uh, to, at best, uh, for the most part. At best, it's pathetic. But then we see what's happening with Russia. But this shouldn't surprise anybody that is a student of Bible prophecy, because we know, and I know people don't like to hear, America's not going to be the superpower in the last days. My right. hope is that it would be the rapture. But we can, we can see this collapse. It is a rot from within. And it's, and it's happening. And you know what, James? There's... Uh, churches that have allowed this to happen. They refuse to stand on righteousness. They refuse to push back. No matter what these other people are saying, when they say people like you and me who preach on the second coming of Christ are the, are the problem because we don't get involved. No, we get involved. We're the ones yeah. who are on fire. We're the ones who are saying, hey, don't pull your head out of your backside. Am I allowed to say that on your program? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah, your... <laughs> well, just do it. Because the reality of it is, this is the world that we live in, and we are warning the demise of America. The way Jeremiah the prophet did, the way Isaiah did, the way these Old Testament prophets did, the way the apostles warned people. That's what we're doing. And saying, hey, there's still time and to repent and, and to turn to the Lord. And, but the reality of it is, at the same time, America is not the superpower that it currently is in the last days, and we are watching the collapse on every single side. The, the economy is trashed, but it's, it's in trouble all the way around the world. Uh, we see uh, the lawlessness that's abounding. We see the sickening things that are happening at the border. We are watching what America is doing to Israel, and we watch what's going on with the military. We have the threats of Russia. We have the threats of China. We have all these different threats that are going on, and we have a, a look presidential system that just wants everybody to do a group hug and get along. They want to distract us from the truth. They don't want us to look behind the curtain because I personally believe they're the ones that are behind us. There's players that are in the government that are nefarious and evil, and they are bent on taking down America. Yeah, can, awesome. So that is, that's what's going on. And let's not forget something. Let's not forget one of the most valuable issues going on right now in the current moment, and that's what we're actually seeing in Europe. When you start looking at a lot of the European nations, whether it be the European Union or whether it actually be the United Nations, especially the section of the United Nations that's uh, dominantly European, they are very quietly 
giving in to the demands of Russia in order to be able to obtain their energy needs because they know they're facing a very cold winter and have been in a cold winter and know that they're going to be in big trouble if they don't concede to the request. And while the ruble is growing stronger, the dollar is dropping and the euro is falling with it. And the reality of it is there's nothing they can do with the explosion of the Nord Stream pipeline. When you start looking at all the other things that are going on right now with the land bridge that's being allowed to be carried across into Europe, which is making Russia stronger, and the fact that Ukraine is falling on its face and we're giving Ukraine hundreds of millions of dollars a month nothing is happening. We're watching of the fall of NATO beginning to take place because nobody's going to be willing to act on Article 5, especially when you begin to see the things that are happening in Poland and when you start looking at the, the dynamic with Belarus and the, uh, and the uh, relationship that Russia has with them, we are looking at a literal powder keg that is getting ready to blow up and when it blows up, the people that are going to be the victors are going to be the people that remained awkwardly quiet. And what's interesting with Ezekiel 38 is when you look at the attack of Ezekiel 38, you will see very few dissenters. And the only ones that will be the adamant dissenters will be the ones who actually had a, uh, a stake in it, right? The ones that were actually the greatest beneficiaries of it. And we all know that when we start looking at the Arabian Peninsula, that's what makes the most sense, especially when we look at the existence of Saudi Arabia and their objection. And by the way, the silence of Egypt, as well as the silence of Jordan, and no, no real mentions there, we are looking at a dynamic that I think can actually happen at any moment. Now, I do think that Ezekiel 38 will happen, whether it be at the rapture or after the rapture, based on Ezekiel 39. But man, we're getting close to this. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not a date setter. I never will be a date setter. And I was saying we were close to it three years ago. But my goodness, I mean, it's crazy. I don't know, Tom, what do you think? Yeah, it's super close, much closer than, than most people think. And, and also, there's some very interesting dynamics. Israel is going to come out ahead. Yeah, we know that ultimately in the end. But even in the not too distant future, they're going to come out ahead because there will be a peace agreement that's going to be entered into. And the only way that's going to be entered into or come about is if Israel's the victor, as the world yep. pressures are going to continue right. to grow. So this will happen, and I believe, I will not say this is it. However, I believe that there's a very significant chance that whatever formal peace agreement comes out over the Gaza issue, which could develop into Daniel 9.27 shortly after that, but I really do believe that that peace agreement could be the setup for Ezekiel chapter 38. And it could all be tied in with, with Daniel chapter 9. Again, that covenant, Daniel 9, as you said, it's going to make it stronger. It's going to firm it up. But, uh, I mean, there's so many different peace agreements that are on the table from Abraham Accords to others or, or uh, normalization agreements. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different things that are out there. Something's going to work. It's, something's going to be that one, that covenant. But out of Gaza, I'm telling you, the pressure is only going to increase substantially against Israel. I don't think Israel's going to be able to stand up against world powers and not enter into a peace agreement. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, bro. I think I think you're 100% right, and that's where we're going towards. So this is this is my statement, but man, I think the body of Christ needs to start looking up, and we've got to start talking about this because God has never gotten this stuff wrong. Right. And, yeah. and and I know that there's a lot yeah. of people that get it wrong, that get give people the impression that God got it wrong, like the rapture is going to happen on the 19th of September or this day on that day. It's like uh, we know that God's word tells us certain things. And if we follow it, he's never wrong. Um, what would you say, Tommy? What's your how do you how do you wrap this one up? Brother? Yeah. So 80 percent of Bible prophecy has been fulfilled to 100 exact to the detail. 
what on earth would make us think that God has given us the other additional 20% as some kind of joke or something that's to be ignored or something like that? No, it will be fulfilled. Uh, Daniel chapter 9, the angel Gabriel said, Daniel is determined, meaning in Hebrew, it is settled, Daniel. It is going to happen. You aren't going to be able to change it. And guess what? That 70th week is going to happen. And we have all these other parts of the Bible that God tells us what to look for. Mark chapter 13, Jesus himself said, watch therefore repeatedly. He says in Mark 13, he says, watch. And what I say to you, I say to all. Who is he talking to? He's talking to his disciples. But then he says, I say to all, we are to watch. And we are watching. Folks, we need to look up for our redemption draws near. We live in amazing days. But these are exciting days. But let's be about our Father's business. Amen. That's a great word. And folks, I got to tell you, we are out of time. On behalf of Tom Hughes, this is James Kadis. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of Countdown to Eternity. Look up because Jesus is coming soon. We love you guys. God bless you. How close are we to Ezekiel 38? That's been the question of the day here on Countdown to Eternity with pastors James Cadiz and Tom Hughes. Hear it again when you visit CountdownToEternity.com. That's Countdown, the number two, Eternity.com. Or listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. We're also at OnePlace.com. Pastor James goes live each week on Instagram, Rumble, and YouTube. And we're pumping out short videos for you too throughout the week, helping you connect the dots between what we're seeing on the news and Bible prophecy. Look for James Cadiz on any of those platforms. If you appreciate this ministry and want to see it continue, please pray for us. And as you're able and led by the Lord, you can also donate to the ministry at CountdownToEternity.com. Countdown, the number two, Eternity.com. We look forward to sharing more prophecy updates in the days ahead until the Lord gathers His church to be with Him. So join us each week right here as together we count down to eternity. This program is brought to you by Calvary Chapel, Signal Hill.